Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Lawmaster Program. The AVB's predictions regarding the coming of the Lord God are fulfilled in the man, Tommy L. Hart. This is big, big news. The Bible's Lord God has come as predicted. But not only has the Lord God come, he has also come forward and revealed himself. He has told the people his name in compliance with Psalm 94, 1 and John 7, 4. Having performed the works that the Bible ascribes to God, the man Tommy L. Hart feels the bill for God. It is reported by those who know him best. He has done all things well. Let's hear from the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. It is a true thing. The Lord God, the Bibles, the King James Bibles, Lord God, predicted to come in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 10, has indeed come. A human being, a person, fulfilling the things that the King James Bible says the Lord God will do when he comes. Okay? Now, the man, Tamiel Hart, has fulfilled the things the King James Bible says the Lord God will do when he comes. So there's no argument, there's no question, there's no debate. Uh, You can see plainly from my teaching that the man, Tommy L. Hart, has performed the things the Bible says the Lord God will do when he comes. Now, the Lord God and the Son of God are one and the same. Yes, it is big, big news the Son of God promised to come in the King James Bible has indeed come. I don't think any news could be bigger than that, especially among those uh, like the Gentiles uh, claiming to be Christians, holding a Bible in front of them, professing to and showing to the world or making the world believe that they believe in the Bible and its teachings. Okay? So, now, with respect to this episode, I will read from my book, The Prodigy, Part 12, Aeneid and the King James Bible Connection. As you know, many of my books, which can be purchased on Amazon, uh, many of my books feature things like Let's Do Some Plato. The books show clearly, convincingly, and undisputedly that it shows Plato's hand in the King James Bible. Not only uh, do my books show Plato's hand in the King James Bible, it also play, uh, shows Plato's hand in the great epic uh, Aeneid. Plato's hand is all over Aeneid. All right? So, here we are. To begin with, I want to read a couple of statements or so 
to bring us up to where to our starting point today, which is at uh, page 27 in the book Aeneid and the King James Bible Connection. These are my books are very instructional uh, tools. There's much to be learned because the things that I have brought forth are not taught. I know they are not taught in the black church. Okay? So the black church is behind in knowledge of the King James Bible and knowledge concerning Plato and his works, the his dialogues, and as I've shown, those dialogues are connected to King James Bible content. The two are found to go together. Just as Aeneid, the epic poem, uh, uh, Virgil's Aeneid, which I've said Plato's hand is all over it. All right? That's indisputable. The evidence shows it. My books show these things. So let me read a couple of statements to bring us up to our starting point. And these are coming from the epic poem, Virgil's Aeneid. The daughter of Saturn, Aeneas says, the daughter of Saturn fearing this. The Bible says, in singleness of heart, fearing God. Now the features in those two statements are Aeneas features the phrase fearing this. The Bible statement clarifies it showing what the daughter of Saturn uh, is fearing. So we have Aeneas featuring fearing this. We have the Bible, King James Bible, featuring fearing God. The Bible answers the question that comes from the Aeneid feature. Fearing this, the Bible answers the what. What is the this that the daughter of Saturn is fearing? So what is featured in the King James Bible statement is fearing God. Right? Now, those of you who follow this, you, you should be well-versed in doing the game, let's do some Plato. You should be well-versed in let's do some Aeneid. Now, let me say this. In that Aeneid is found to be in the family of Plato's dialogues and King James Bible content, you can also call this game coming from Aeneid uh, and the King James Bible Connection, you can also refer to it as Let's Do Some Plato, or you can simply refer to it as Let's Do Some Aeneid. Okay? Because Plato's hand is all over it. Undisputedly. So, the daughter of Saturn fearing this, in singleness of heart, fearing God, which she the first had carried on, and that's where we find ourselves at this at this time. So I start on page twenty-seven, top, 
with the A script, remember A standing for Aeneid, and the Bible will the Bible statements all come from King James Bible statement. So you know what an A script is, you know what a play script is. A play script is a statement coming from uh one of one of Plato's dialogues along with a statement coming from the King James Bible. So an A script is a statement coming from from uh, Aeneas along with a King James Bible statement, a compliment. All right, we start with A script 186, and you know, before reading an A script or play script, you must say first, A says. Then before reading the Bible statement, you must say first, the Bible says. And it will always be a King James Bible statement, but you can simply say, the Bible says. Now, each Bible statement is preceded by its reference, reference in the King James Bible. All the references are there. But in doing the game, let's do some immediate or let's do some Plato. You, you simply say the Bible says. All in the game can see that they have the same book, okay, so they can see the references. Let's start. Play A script 186. Aeneas says, which she the first had carried on, that she is the daughter of Saturn. The Bible says the first day of the tenth month. What do I see that is alike, opposite, inverted, question and answer, etc.? You know the deal. I see A features the phrase the first, the Bible features the phrase the first, and those two features are the same. A script 187. A says, which she the first had carried on. The Bible says, as I fell down at the first. What do I see? And you should be very familiar with the question. What do I see? I see A features the phrase, the first. The Bible features the phrase, at the first. And those two features are similar. A script 188. A says, which she the first had carried on. The Bible says, the priest whom they had carried away from Samaria. What do I see that is alike, opposite, the same, identical, question and answer, commandment, performance? commandment, non-performance, but you don't have to say all those things, but I'm just making clear how to do the game as I go along. What do I see? I see A features the phrase had carrot. The Bible features the phrase had carrot, and those two features are the same. The amazing thing about these things is this. These things, these 
A scripts and P scripts. Uh, and later on, you'll see O scripts. I haven't introduced that yet. Uh, you'll see that these things show the similarity, the relationship uh, between, if we're talking about Aeneid, between Aeneid and King James Bible content, and if we're talking about play scripts, as from one of the play uh, uh, dialogues by Plato, uh, I think you, you you know this. This I've been talking about this for quite some time, but these things show that. In this case, Aeneid and King James Bible use the same language. They speak about the same things. That is huge. If they use, if they take the same language, and if they speak of the same things, then that means these two things. In this case, Aeneid, epic poem version of Aeneid, and King James Bible content are related. That's not hard to see. It is not hard to understand. They both talk about the same things, and they use the same language. If Aeneas speaks of a tree, the King James Bible will speak of a tree. If Aeneas speaks of an ant, the Bible will speak of an ant. If Aeneas speaks of a king, the Bible will speak of a king. If Aeneas speaks of a queen, the Bible speaks of a queen. If Aeneas speaks of a god or goddess, the Bible speaks of a god or goddess, and so on. They speak about the same things using the same language. And there are even cases where they speak of the same proper nouns, thus revealing the strong, close, and visible relation or connection between the two items. It's not hard to see. It's not hard to understand, especially as I have it laid out in my books. You can't miss it. You can't misunderstand it. It's clear. It's convincing. And the thing about it, it is true. The relationship is true. The connection is true. As the features point out, and that's the uh, the work, the duty of the features. The features or the connection or the relationship is uh, identified in the features. And that's why we point out the features. The features show the relationship between the two. Let's go on to A script 189. A says, which she the first had carried on, the Bible says, in the land whither they are carried captive. What do I see? I see Aeneid features the phrase had carried. The Bible features the phrase are carried, and those two features are related. One speaks in the past tense. The other 
speaks of the pre in the present tense. Had carried or carried. A script one nine zero. A says which she the first had carried on, the Bible says, of those which had been carried away. What do I see? I see A features the phrase had carried. The Bible features the phrase had been carried away. Those two features are similar. They are related. Um, okay, and that's clear to see. A says in A script 191, which she the first had carried on, the Bible says, I should have been carried from the womb to the to the grave. So I see here I made a mistake in my book because I have to the grace, but it should be to the womb, W-O-M-B. But what do I see? Let me say this. People make mistakes, okay? All people make mistakes. It's not the end of the world. What do I see? I say I see A features the phrase had carried. The Bible features the phrase should have been carried. And those two features are related. They are connect they, they are similar. Had carried, should have been carried. Okay. A script one nine two. A says which she the first had carried on, the Bible says, be not carried about with divers and strange doctrines. What do I see? I see A features the verb carried. The Bible features the phrase, be not carried, and those two features are in opposition. A appears to be in violation of the Bible's rule saying, be not carried. Okay. So this not only has to do with finding the features, but understanding the features. Understanding the features. Okay? A script 193. A says, which she the first had carried on, the Bible says, let us go on unto perfection. What do I see? I see a one word uh, a one word feature in each of the statements. I see A features the word on, the Bible features the word on, and those two features are identical. Page twenty eight. A A script one nine four says which she the first had carried on, the Bible says, the first principles of the oracles of God. I see A features the phrase, the first, the Bible features the phrase, the first, and those two features are the same. A script 195. A says, at Troy, for the sake of her dear Greeks. The Bible says, for your sakes, for the father's 
sakes. What do I see? I see A features the phrase for thee. The Bible features the phrase for thee. And those two features are the same. A script 196. A says, at Troy for the sake of her dear Greeks. The Bible says, I entreated for the children's sake. What do I see? I see A features the phrase for thee. The Bible features the phrase for thee. And those two features are identical. Now you will notice that the A statement can be read several times. But there's always a different Bible statement. Because that is because this is a minute comparison. A minute comparison. Where we're dealing with, uh, Mr. Hart is dealing with, you know, uh, the complete statement. Uh, in this case, a needs complete statement. Uh, at, at, such as, um, In doing with, well, I think you understand that. I think that's understandable. I won't take up time rambling trying to explain it, okay? <laughs> Let's move on. A script 196, at Troy for the sake of her dear Greeks. The Bible says, and I think I would, if I were, if I were in a game, I would lose a point because I didn't say A says. I don't think I said it. Okay, but anyway. The Bible says, I entreated for the children's sake. What do I see? I see A features the phrase for thee. The Bible features the phrase for thee. Those two features are identical. A script 197, at Troy for the sake of her dear Greeks. The Bible says, I entreated for the children's sake. What do I see? Now, notice the difference in this one now. It seems to be the same, but it's not the same. I see A features the word sake. B, uh, the Bible features the word sake, and those two features are the same. In the one before, A featured the word for thee. The Bible features featured the phrase, I meant the phrase, that is, the Bible features the phrase for thee. Okay. Uh, moving on. A script. Let's move on. Well, I'm not going to skip any. Okay. I'm reading from the book, so I'll continue in that manner. A script 198. A says, at Troy for the sake of her dear Greeks, the Bible says, for your sake, what do I see? I see A features the word sake. The Bible features the word sake, and those two features are identical. A script 199. A says, at Troy, for the sake of her dear Greeks, the Bible says, and they came no more for Jesus' sake only. What do I see? I see A features the word sake. The Bible features the word sake, and those two features are the same. A script 200. 
Asaph at Troy for the sake of her dear Greeks. The Bible says, be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. What do I see featured in the two statements? I see A features the word dear. The Bible features the word dear. And those two features are the same. A script 201. A says, at Troy for the sake of her dear Greeks. The Bible says, the Greeks seek after wisdom. What do I see? That is, what do I see featured in the two statements? What do I, what do I see that is the same, opposite, inverted, etc.? I see A features the word Greeks. The Bible features the word Greeks, and those two features are identical. So you can see as you read from your book, and you can hear and see as I read here, that they speak of the same things, Aeneid and King James Bible. One speaks of Greeks, the other speaks of Greek. The other speaks of sake, the other speaks of sake. One speaks of the first, the other speaks of the first, and so and so on. A script two oh two zero two. Uh A says, Nor yet indeed had the causes of wrath. The Bible says, Nor yet the works which he had done for Israel. What do I see? I see A features the phrase nor yet. The Bible features the phrase nor yet, and those two features are the same. A script 203. A says, nor yet indeed had the causes of wrath. The Bible says, and the other is not yet come. What do I see? I see A features the word yet. The Bible features the phrase not yet, and those two features are in opposition. They are opposites. A script 204. A says, nor yet indeed had the causes of wrath. The Bible says, nor yet that he should offer himself often. What do I see? I see A features the phrase, nor yet. The Bible features the phrase, nor yet. And those two features are the same. A script 205. A says, nor yet indeed had the causes of wrath. Let me say that again. A says, nor yet indeed had the causes of wrath. The Bible says, for that indeed a notable miracle hath been done. What do I see? I see A features the word indeed. The Bible features the word indeed, and those two features are the same. A script 206. A says, A says, nor yet indeed had the causes of wrath. The Bible says they had not done sacrifice unto them. What do I see featured? I see A features the word had. The Bible features the phrase had not, and those two features are opposites. A script 207. A said, 
nor yet indeed had the causes of wrath. The Bible says the wrath of the Lord was kindled. What do I see? I see a features the phrase of wrath. The Bible features the phrase the Bible features the phrase wrath of and the feature wrath of is an inversion of the feature of wrath. I see an inversion in the two statements. Okay? So, as you see, as I said before, this is a minute comparison. Minute comparison. Okay? Now, most of the features you will find consist of two words or more. Every now and then, there is a one-word feature, okay? But for the most part, the features are made up of of two or more words. Now, like we have, in the case we have uh, one feature, say, head. That's a one word. And we have the other feature in the other statement uh, saying, had not. Okay? But but I'm just, what, what's my point in saying that? I think I diverted. My point is just simply, uh, you can't say A features the word A and the Bible features the word A. Okay? We don't go that small. Okay? Now, but there are cases where you do have one-word phrases because the uh, doer of the work considered that an important word at that time, okay? But most features will have two or more words. So when you're doing it, look very closely. Okay, look very closely and see what's going on. I mentioned before, understanding the feature. Because, as I said, one may say, one feature may consist of a word like had, and the other may feature of a word had not, making an opposite, revealing an opposite. Okay? And things like, I'm just saying this right here, or how how you look out for things, things like uh, what we just dealt with, wrath of, and the inversion of wrath. You know, so look for things like that. In other words, be careful. And in formulating your decision, in articulating your decision and your judgment, be precise and concise. All right? Precise and concise, concise. Okay, make sure you do that. And this, this is what what the my works help help you in. They help you in articulation, articulating something, articulate articulating some idea, some fact. Okay, being precise. That's another thing that is taught here. Uh, being precise and being concise, okay? 
not using a, a lot of words when you could, could have said it in, in much fewer words or fewer words, okay? Be concise, be precise. That's why in doing the game, you take time after the one who is doing the reading, once he's read the two statements, everybody remains silent. He himself is silent until he has uh, found what he's looking for and uh, come up with the manner in which he's going to articulate it. Articulating or articulation here is very important, how you say it, right? Because once you begin to speak after you've had time to consider, then you must articulate it in a in a good manner, because if you're rambling and you know and all in your articulation, then you can be called on it by another player, who says, "I see that you are not ready. You're still struggling in order to, you know, find out the feature, or you know, you haven't established the feature. You have not established uh, your manner of articulating the feature, your judgment as well as your decision." So you can be called on it. That's why you take your time. Once you've done the, uh, once you've read the two statements, you take time. In other words, you deliberate with yourself. And then when you finalize everything in your mind, then you begin to speak, and you keep speaking until you have finished your your statement, until you have given your decision and your judgment. You decide upon the features, and then you consider the way in which you're going to state your decision and your judgment. Okay? Your judgment is when you say, and those two features are alike or opposite or the same, etc. Your decision is when you say, I see that A features this uh, and the Bible features that. That's your decision. Then you state your uh, judgment. The judgment is those two features are alike, opposite, whatever the case may be. Okay? So the book is helpful. My books are helpful in many ways, just as in reading. When you're reading the statements, if you leave out a word that's written, you can be called on it. If you put in a word that is not in the written statement, you can be called on it and forfeit a point. That's why you take your time in, you know, examining the two statements and getting your decision and judgment in order. Let's do a few more. We have a few more minutes. So uh, I took that time to show what you're doing, what is what should be going on, and how you should make your presentation. Because when you give your decision and, and state your judgment, that's your presentation. That's your presentation. And in your presentation, you should be precise 
and concise. Okay? You've heard the saying, think before you speak. That's what this has to do with. Think if in playing the game. Think before you speak. All right? Okay, let's go on to A script 208. A says, nor yet indeed had the causes of wrath. The Bible says that day is a day of wrath. What do I see? I see A features the phrase of wrath. The Bible features the phrase of wrath, and those two features are identical. Keep in mind, keep in mind, because you want to be a good player of the game, even if you're doing it by yourself. Keep in mind that two things may be identical, they may be alike, and there are cases when things are alike, but they are not identical. Okay? So, like in using the terms uh, alike, the same, identical, yeah, be careful in, 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 uh, with those terms. Know what you're doing. A script 209, A says, and her bitter resentment departed from her soul. The Bible says, and her name was Keturah. What do I see featured? I see A features the phrase, and her, the Bible features the phrase, and her, and those two features are identical. In that case, the features are the same and they are identical, but that's not the case in every one. A feature can be the same. A feature may be the same, but not identical. And we know what identical means. Identical means identical, alike in all respects. Okay, A script 210. A says, and her bitter resentment departed from her soul. The Bible says, and be not bitter against them. What do I see? I see A features the word bitter, and the Bible uh, features the phrase, be not bitter. Okay, so I see the Bible is saying the Bible gives a what imperative statement saying be not bitter, as uh, A says bitter. In the A statement, there is bitter, as in bitter resentment. Okay. And maybe I should have underlined this in the book. I underlined bitter. I did not underline resentment. But in either case, in either case, okay, A features the word bitter. I'm going by what I've done already, not making any, seeking to make any changes. A features bitter. The Bible says be not bitter. Okay? So the Bible is giving an imperative to A. To A. A, yes. 
to a bitter. 2.11. A script 2.11. A says, and her bitter resentment departed from her soul. The Bible says, but she was plucked up in fury. What do I see? Think about that. Let me read it again. A says, and her bitter resentment departed from her soul. The Bible says, but she was plucked up in fury. What do I see? What do you see? What do you hear? Okay. I see A features the phrase bitter resentment. The Bible features the word fury. Okay. I had to go to my dictionary. All right. I had to go to my dictionary. You may already know that. You may have seen it by sight. You know, you may see it by sight. But I had to consult my dictionary and look up some terms. I had to look up bitter, and I had to look up resentment. And I came up with the word fury. Okay? So, you may have to use your dictionary, online dictionary or whatever, but you may have to uh, seek information. Because fury is not in A's statement. A script 212. A says, and her bitter resentment departed from her soul. The Bible says, so the Kenites departed from among the Amalekites. What do I see? I see A featured the phrase departed from the Bible featured departed from and those two features are the same you don't have to say the phrase or the word as I've as I've done in most of these in saying and her bitter resentment departed from her and the Bible says so the Kenites departed from among the Amalekites what do I see I see that A features the phrase departed from. The Bible features the phrase departed from. You don't have to say features the phrase. You can just say the Bible features departed from. Uh, A features the phrase departed from, and those two features are the same. Okay? I'm just trying to be very clear, or as Plato says, be as exact as you can. I'm trying to be very clear and exact in uh, demonstrating to you how to play the game. Let's do some Aeneid, which is the same as let's do some Plato, and will be the same in my latest book online at Amazon. Uh, let's do some O. I'll speak about that later in another broadcast. Or episode. Let's go to A script 213. A says, and her bitter resentment departed from her soul. The Bible says, and it came to pass as her soul was in departing. What do I see? I see A features her soul, the Bible features her soul, and those two features are the same. To me, this is amazing how. A need and King James Bible content speak, they use the same language and they speak of the same things 
the same thing as in Plato's dialogues uh, and King James Bible content. They use the same language, and they speak of the very same things. That's amazing to me. That is very significant. Some people will put the Bible in a category or class all by itself and to itself. These things show that is not the case. The Bible speaks of the same things Aeneas speaks about. The Bible speaks of the same things Plato's dialogues speak about. And they use the same language. That's high, high, highly significant. Okay. Okay, it's time for me to bring this to an end. I hope you've enjoyed that reading and that teaching. Uh, This is very important information. Uh, Follow me on Twitter. Do go to Amazon and order from my great list, list of books there. Tommy L. Mill Initial, Mill Initial L. Tommy L. Hart uh, Books, Amazon.com, Amazon Bookstore. All right, and always make Lawmaster Archive your dwelling place. And do do this. Tell others about me. Tell others about my books. Buy my books. Buy my books. Give them for gifts, presents. Just give them. Okay? And tell others about the game. Let's do some Plato, and let's do some Aeneid. Tell others. This is most important information. Join me next time.